Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to talk about hangovers, anxiety, and how you can treat a hangover. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So let's get to it. We have a lot of holidays throughout the year. We have special occasions throughout the year. And we have non-special occasions where we just get together with our friends or family and just uh, hang out and uh, imbibe a little bit in alcohol. But where there's alcohol, sometimes there's hangovers. And let me tell you, hangovers seem to be the body's way of reminding us about the hazards of overindulgence. Uh, Physiologically, it's a group effort. Diarrhea, fatigue, headache, nausea, and shaking are the classic symptoms. Sometimes systolic, which is the upper number in your blood pressure, that goes up and your heart beats faster than normal and sweat glands overproduce, which provides evidence that the fight or flight response is revved up. So some people become sensitive to lighter sound, others suffer a spinning sensation, which we call vertigo. The causes are as varied as the symptoms. Alcohol is metabolized into what we call acetaldehyde. And acetaldehyde, uh, it's a toxic substance at high levels. However, Concentrations rarely get that high, so that's not the complete explanation. Drinking interferes with brain activity during sleep, so a hangover may be a form of sleep deprivation. And alcohol, I bet a lot of folks didn't know this, alcohol scrambles the hormones that regulate our biological time clock. Uh, which may be why a a hangover can feel like jet lag and and vice versa. Alcohol can also trigger a migraine. So some people think they're hungover when it's really what we call an alcohol-induced migraine they're suffering from. Hangovers begin after blood alcohol levels start to fall. In fact, according to some experts, the worst symptoms occur when levels reach zero. The key ingredient seems to be drinking to intoxication. How much you drink to get there is less important. In fact, several studies suggest that light and moderate drinkers are more vulnerable to getting a hangover than heavy drinkers. Yet, there's also seemingly contradictory research showing that people with a family history of alcoholism, have worse hangovers. 
researchers say some people may end up with drinking problems because they drink in an effort to relieve hangover symptoms. So now we know what a hangover is. But do we know what anxiety is? Well, let's talk about anxiety. Specifically, what it is. Let's go back and review real quick. Enjoying a few drinks with friends during a night out or at a party can make for a fun evening. We know that. But the hangover you get the next day, that's a lot less fun, which we discussed. Nobody wants all that stuff going on. But you're probably familiar with the usual physical symptoms of a hangover, which we talked about. We talked about the physiological or physical symptoms of a hangover. The pounding headache, the nausea, the need to wear sunglasses at the first hint of daylight, that kind of stuff. But hangovers can have psychological symptoms. So today we're talking about physical and psychological symptoms too, especially feelings of anxiety when we're talking about psychological symptoms. This phenomenon has been so widely reported that it even has its own name, anxiety. Why does it happen? The whole concept of hangover-related anxiety is fairly new, and experts haven't identified a single cause, but they have a few theories. Uh, Social anxiety. Many people use alcohol as a social lubricant, if you will. Uh, According to Cindy Turner, a licensed clinical social worker, if you live with anxiety, particularly social anxiety, you may find that a drink or two helps you relax and cope with nervous or anxious feelings before or during a, a social event. She also said about two drinks or a blood alcohol concentration of 0.055 tends to increase feelings of relaxation and reduce shyness. But as the effects of alcohol begin to wear off, that anxiety tends to return and physical hangover symptoms can add to anxiety and make you feel even worse. Alcohol detox. Whether you have one drink or five, your body eventually has to process the alcohol out of your system. And this detoxification period, which can be considered a mild form of withdrawal, can take several hours. During this time, you you might feel restless, anxious, nervous, or jittery, just as you might if you were dealing with more severe alcohol withdrawal. Interesting stuff, isn't it? And then they talk about emotional withdrawal. A, A type of emotional withdrawal can also occur. Um when endorphins, your body's natural painkillers and feel-good hormones are released in response to traumatic events, their levels naturally decrease over a period of several days. 
Drinking alcohol also triggers the release of endorphins and an eventual come down of those endorphins. So at first, drinking alcohol uh, might seem to help numb and any physical or emotional pain you're feeling, but it won't make it go away. So the combination of decreasing endorphins and the realization that your worries are still there is a recipe for feeling physically and emotionally unwell. And there's the dehydration. Wondering why that bathroom line at the bar is so long? Here's one reason. Drinking tends to make people urinate more than usual. Plus, despite your best efforts, you probably don't drink as much water as you should when you're drinking because you're drinking alcohol and not the water. The combination of these two factors can lead to dehydration. And research suggests this can contribute to anxiety and other changes in mood. Dehydration, yes. Folic acid deficiency. Not getting enough of the right nutrients can also affect mood symptoms. Uh, Another study on adults with depression or anxiety suggests a link between low levels of folic acid and these conditions. Alcohol can also cause your folic acid levels to dip, which could explain why you don't quite feel like yourself the next day. People are also more likely to indulge in foods that might also trigger anxious feelings. Medication use. Certain medications, including some anxiety and anti-inflammatory medications, may interact with alcohol. Your medications may be less effective and you may feel anxious, restless, or agitated. In fact, some medications also carry a risk of other side effects, including memory impairment or serious physical health concerns like ulcers or organ damage. So if you're taking any medications, check the label to make sure it's safe to drink alcohol while you're taking them or to speak to a pharmacist or your physician. Uh, The same goes for any vitamins herbal supplements, and any other over-the-counter medications. Uh, Many people think herbal supplements are always safe. Herbal supplements in excess can cause much harm to the body. In addition, herbal supplements do interact with medications and alcohol and other uh, substances that we, we take in. So, Please be very aware of that just because something's natural or it's an herb or herbal. So let's mention something like regret or worry. Sometimes that goes hand in hand once we've uh, drank a little too much. So alcohol helps lower your inhibitions making you feel more relaxed and comfortable after a few drinks. But more than three drinks can begin to impair balance, speech, thinking, reasoning, and judgment. 
that impact on your judgment and reasoning can make you say or do things you usually wouldn't. When you remember or try to remember what happened the next day, you might feel an embarrassment or a sting of regret. And if you're not totally sure what you did, you might feel nervous as you wait for your friends to tell you what happened. Have we ever heard of alcohol intolerance? Sometimes called alcohol allergy. Alcohol intolerance can cause many symptoms that resemble the physical symptoms of anxiety, including nausea, rapid heartbeat or pounding heart, head pain, fatigue. Other symptoms include sleepiness or excitability and warm, flushed skin, especially on your face and your neck. It's also possible to experience mood-related symptoms, including feelings of anxiety. Poor sleep. Alcohol use can affect your sleep, even if you don't drink much, even if you've gotten plenty of sleep. It probably wasn't of the best quality, which can leave you feeling a bit off. If you live with anxiety, you're probably familiar with this cycle that happens with or without alcohol. Your anxiety symptoms get worse when you don't sleep enough, but those same symptoms make it hard to get a good night's sleep. So why doesn't it happen to everyone? Why do some people wake up after drinking feeling relaxed and ready for brunch, while others stay wrapped in a blanket feeling the weight of the world? Well, new research suggests highly shy people may have a higher risk of experiencing anxiety with a hangover. A 2019 study looked at 97 people, okay, with varying levels of shyness who drank socially. And researchers asked 50 of those participants to drink as they usually would, and the other 47 participants to stay sober. And the researchers then measured levels of anxiety before, during, and after the drinking or sober periods. Those who drank alcohol saw some decrease in anxiety symptoms when drinking, but those who were highly shy tended to, to have higher levels of anxiety the next day. Alcohol is also known to make anxiety worse, so you may be more prone to anxiety if you already have anxiety to begin with. So how do you deal with it? If this isn't your first time at the anxiety rodeo, you probably already have a toolbox of coping methods, but you probably don't feel up to talk, taking a walk, doing yoga, or journaling about your feelings if you've got a pounding headache or the room is spinning when you move. So you want to manage the physical symptoms. The mind-body connection likely plays a big role in anxiety. Feeling physically 
well won't completely resolve anxiety, but it can make you better equipped to tackle racing thoughts and worries. So you want to get your body right. And how that helps. According to the Harvard Medical School, is by Dr. Robert Swift. He's, he's a researcher at the Providence Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Rhode Island, and he co-authored one of the few review papers on hangovers, and it's still one of the most frequently cited sources on the topic. Uh, the rundown on hangover, hangover remedies that follows is based on that review. Hair of the dog. Now listen very carefully about this. I'm going to explain what hair of the dog is if some of you don't know what it is. But stay with me, those who know what it is. You'll be surprised at the end of this explanation. So drinking to ease the symptoms of a hangover is sometimes called taking the hair of the dog or hair of the dog that bit you. The notion is that hangovers are a form of alcohol withdrawal. So a drink or two will ease the withdrawal. There may be something to it, says Dr. Swift. Uh, both alcohol and certain sedatives uh, interact with GABA receptors on brain cells and and it's well documented that some people have withdrawal symptoms from short-acting sedatives as they, as they wear off. Perhaps the brain reacts similarly as blood alcohol levels begin to drop. Even so, Dr. Swift advises against using alcohol as a hangover remedy. The hair of the dog just perpetuates a cycle, he says. It doesn't allow you to recover. His words, he's a doctor. He's affiliated with the Harvard Medical School. Then he suggests to drink fluids. Alcohol promotes urination, as I discussed, with anxiety because it inhibits the release of vasopressin. So now you know. Why do you urinate uh, more when you're drinking? Because you're not releasing vasopressin, which is a hormone that decreases the volume of urine made by the kidneys. So if your hangover includes diarrhea, sweating, or vomiting, you may be even more dehydrated although nausea can make it difficult to get anything down. Even just a few sips of water might help your hangover. Get some carbohydrates into your system. Drinking may lower blood sugar levels. So it's affecting your blood sugar level, the release of vasopressin, which is a hormone. It inhibits that uh, so does more than we think physically to our bodies. So theoretically, let's go back to blood sugar levels. So theoretically, some of the fatigue and headaches of a hangover may be from a brain working without enough of its main fuel, 
which is carbohydrates. Moreover, many people forget to eat when they drink, further lowering their blood sugar. Toast and juice is a way to gently nudge levels back to normal. Also, milk. Milk has more sugar, if you will, in it than orange juice. So next, avoid darker colored alcoholic beverages. Experiments have shown that clear liquors such as vodka and gin tend to cause hangovers less frequently than dark ones, such as whiskey, red wine, and tequila. I am not telling you to drink vodka and gin and uh, anything with whiskey, red wine, and tequila. I'm not promoting alcohol consumption here. Please, I want to make that clear. I'm just explaining what experiments have shown. The main form of alcohol in alcoholic beverages is ethanol. But the darker liquors containing chemically related compounds, including methanol. So according to Dr. Swift's review paper, the same enzymes process ethanol and methanol. But methanol metabolites are especially toxic, so they may cause a worse hangover. Interesting. So the main form of alcohol in alcoholic beverages is ethanol. But the darker liquors contain chemically related compounds, including methanol. And methanol metabolites are especially toxic, so they may cause a worse hangover. There's your explanation why they say you drink vodka and gin, your clear liquors can... Uh, compared to the dark ones. The dark ones contain methanol, which may cause a worse hangover. Take a pain reliever, but not Tylenol. Aspirin, ibuprofen, like Motrin, and other brands that contain ibuprofen, and other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or NSAIDs we call them, uh, may help with the headache and the overall achy feelings. NSAIDs, though, may irritate a stomach already irritated by alcohol. Don't take Tylenol or what we call acetaminophen. Tylenol is the brand name. Acetaminophen is the generic name. If alcohol is lingering in your system, it, it may accentuate acetaminophen slash Tylenol's toxic effects on the liver. They want you to drink coffee or tea because it will help with the grogginess. So caffeine merely helps with your grogginess. It does not have any other special anti-hangover powers. But how it helps with the grogginess is caffeine is a stimulant. Then they talk about B vitamins and zinc. A study recently published in the Journal of Clinical Medicine evaluated the diets for 24 hours 
before and after excessive drinking occurred. It was a small study and results were based on the participants saying what they ate. However, they did find that people whose food and beverage consumption contained greater amounts of zinc and B vitamins had less severe hangovers. So that's very interesting. Uh, so to recap, we spoke about hangovers and their physical effects on us. We talked about psychological effects of drinking and specifically related to anxiety, which we call anxiety. Then we talked about what helps with a hangover. And uh, we talked about B vitamins and zinc, coffee or tea, uh, taking pain reliever, but not Tylenol or acetaminophen, avoid darker colored alcoholic beverages. And we explained why uh, the darker ones contain methanol, uh, the clear alcohols uh, contain ethanol and that methanol metabolites are especially toxic, so they may cause a worse hangover. And uh, we talked about carbohydrates into your system, drinking fluids, and we talked about hair of the dog and uh, that Dr. Swift advises against using alcohol as a hangover remedy and that the hair of the dog just perpetuates a cycle, he says. It doesn't allow you to recover. And again, that's per Dr. Swift. So I hope you found this uh, not only interesting, but also you picked up a few things that you didn't know about uh, drinking and hangovers and anxiety and how to treat hangovers. I'm going to wish everybody uh, to drink in moderation. And if you don't have to drink, don't uh, find something non-alcoholic to celebrate special occasions and, and have a good time with your friends. And this is Real Life. I'm Lisa. And stay well, my friends.